Hey guys, welcome back. This is Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm Walter. And today we have a very special guest, an old friend of mine actually, and her name is Natalie. Natalie, why don't you wave to the camera and say hi to everybody. Hi everyone. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for doing this. So Natalie is actually a, uh, we met originally on a Mammoth Nutrition. So that is a supplement company that we both uh, were sponsored by, uh, well, she still is actually. So she's still a sponsored athlete by them. And I was sponsored by them about two years ago. Uh, so Natalie is a UFE pro bikini competitor, as well as a endro, uh, endo, Walter. Endometriosis. Thank you. Uh, advocate. Um, she is also currently a mortgage broker as well as an investments uh, advisor. So uh, Natalie, why don't you kind of give a little bit about, you know, what you've been doing, kind of who you are a little bit more in depth. Yeah, sure. Uh well, first of all, again, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, so a little bit about my journey uh, was that I kind of, I always kind of am the type of person that likes to challenge myself with things, you know, I, I can't sit still and I always need to kind of advance to the next level in whatever that capacity, uh, whatever it is in that capacity. So it could be fitness, it could be personal, um, it could be professional. And it just so happened that a couple of years ago, um, I was going through some stuff in life and it kind of led me down the path of fitness as a positive distraction. So I kind of got into training. I had a coach and he convinced me to get into competing. So, um, I just noticed that there was a lot of discipline that was required to get into all of it, prepping, training, um, you know, working at the same time. And, um, I knew that I had the, like, I know that I had the type of personality that could take on a, a, a challenge like that. And, uh, I, I, I did it well, I won my competition and from winning that competition, it just kept developing into other things. So, um, it developed into getting like a, a sponsorship from a supplements company. Um, then I won the cover of inside fitness, hot and fit 100. Um, and then uh, professionally, I noticed that I could apply the same thing to my professional life. So I was advancing in other levels there, but, um, basically, yeah, it just became part of my lifestyle because I noticed that more, the more I was focusing on, you know, staying disciplined, staying on schedule and, and obviously adding some flexibility back in my schedule. Now that I'm not competing, um, it was a good way to adapt that lifestyle, mm -hmm. um, just into my everyday life. Right. Okay. So was fitness ever a thing that was in your life beforehand, or it was kind of like you had these things happen to you and it kind of just hit you and you were like, you know what, this is something I need to take on to better myself as a person. So I was maybe active because I was kind of, uh, I, I was into um, salsa dancing. So uh, salsa dancing has obviously health benefits to it. It's kind of fitness related. You definitely get a, a lot of cardio out of it, but um, it doesn't do the things to your physique that fitness does. And that's kind of something that I wanted to explore to challenge myself physically. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but you wouldn't catch me uh, going to the gym. Like a couple of times I was, I was that person who got the gym membership who went like the first couple of times. And yeah. then that gym kind of, kind of sat in my bank account, just absorbed <laughs> air, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I think what I needed was purpose. I needed a reason um, 
for this to be beneficial for me, I needed to see someone else having the results that I wanted mm -hmm. so that I would feel the motivation to stay on track to, to commit. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. Um, so I can kind of, I mean, if you guys, uh, obviously watching know, obviously Walter and I compete, um, and Walter and I can really well pretty much relate to that. Uh, Walter, uh, more so because Walter, why don't you kind of explain to Natalie your background in terms of how you got into fitness? Well, I've always been into it a little bit, but always marginally the way that you were saying, and I would get the gym membership and go really hard for a couple of months and then it would be gone. Um, mind you, that was because I was also, I'm an alcoholic. So I was drinking and I would stop drinking just long enough to get fitter and then go back to the bottle and, and that would end. But then uh, I, I quit drinking and then a decent time later, I quit smoking and it was the quitting smoking that did it to me. Because in order to distract, and I like the fact that you use that terminology from the fact that I wanted to smoke, um, I started walking and I walked into a gym and then the gym turned into, oh my God, I'm a personal trainer now and I'm competing, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I can see the progression that happens that way. I don't think everybody is born into it, so to speak. Um, so that to me is interesting because so many of my clients are people who are coming in not knowing why they're there they think that it might be good for them and how do i navigate in this place that's filled with weird looking people um so you know uh, about yeah yeah, yeah exactly. that was, it was like i was at any time that i signed up to the gym i was the cardio queen yeah you know yeah. like you knew you knew the treadmill you know, you maybe knew a couple of the machines based on the pictures that you're looking at, but God forbid you ever walked into the freeway area or you ever tried to squat rack because you probably end up hurting yourself or somebody <laughs> would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you don't want to look like a man. Yeah. And I that's... Most of the women have that thing in their head where it's like. Was oh, that ever something for you, actually? You, well, you know, growing up, I think that the idea of you going around, like going into a gym and throwing around weights was mm -hmm. a bit more masculine concept. I can't honestly say that I grew up in a fitness family that really had any opinion about whether or not picking up weights was feminine or masculine. I think it was just something societal that, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you idea that, you know, if I did squatted, uh, sorry, weighted squats, or if I did anything that was outside of lunges, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it, it was a masculine concept. But you know, I like that. I like the fact that you were talking about that there was a a, a, a health related issue that brought you into fitness because throughout my journey and going back to why I got into fitness in the first place. But throughout my journey, some of the most successful people that I have seen in the fitness space come with some kind of either addiction story or body dysmorphia. They probably still suffer from it, to be honest. Um, uh, eating, dis uh, sorry, like a, an eating disorder or um, some kind of addiction, something that was not healthy for them, something that was very toxic for them that way of their life. Yeah, um, I can relate to that, especially the body dysmorphia. I think uh, you probably 
know a bit about me in terms of that. Um, Walter knows extensively, but it's um, in terms of the body dysmorphia. Yeah. That's pretty much where it came from for me was it uh, you know, people will always say like uh, you know, there's always the physical aspects of it. You know, when somebody's overweight and they want to lose weight for health reasons, it's, it's obvious. Right. But then you get somebody who goes into the gym who may already look kind of in shape. They kind of already, you know, that maybe they played sports their whole life and they're getting in shape for a different reason. They still want to be healthy, but it's not the same type of healthy. And I think that's a big point that you brought up is for me specifically, you know, I was always the skinny kid that I was really active playing sports as a kid. I was doing stuff like that, but it was the mental health side of things that I, I, it, the gym was basically my anchor, you know, it held me down and made me realize, okay, this is, you know, if I can improve myself here, um, maybe there's a way to translate it to the other parts of my life. And that was what really helped me grow as a person. Uh, it took a while to get there. And as you mentioned, it's still obviously there. But what I did want to say, um, because you did mention this, like you, you mentioned you took some of what you learned through fitness into your career now. Um, how has that actually helped you develop as a person? So much. Um, I'm, I would consider myself a natural entrepreneur. I, I grew up with families that had small businesses, which right now with everything that's happening in the world and everything that's happening with COVID, my heart breaks more than ever watching some of these small businesses so vulnerable because it comes from a place of experience where you need support from your community, friends, family. So, um, you know, I grew up in a, in, in a family and a lifestyle that you pretty much learned how to hunt, kill and eat your own food. Um, and, um, I always knew that I, I had to be my, my own boss. Like that was a thing that I went through. So I, I helped my family run their businesses and then I had my own business, but I never really had discipline. It was kind of like all these, sometimes this happens with entrepreneurs. You have all these different ideas and you want to start this business and do this and do this. And it's like these amazing million dollar ideas, but to actually keep yourself on track and commit and, you know, really, put in the time to watch the business grow, I, I, I was short of that type of discipline. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I kind of did my projects and moved on from them. And I had a lot of personal things going on in my life too, where uh, the endometriosis was involved um, in, uh, you know, affecting my health in so many ways. Um, so th- like I said, that the fitness was a good distraction and right. learning that discipline then converted into my professional career. And um, I got a job at a big corporation. And I applied the discipline that I learned from fitness. And it all of a sudden kind of evolved into this very organized, um, very entrepreneurial, very um, goal orientated Natalie that was now this you know, highly efficient business person working for this corporation. And I honestly surprised myself. And the only real thing that I have to attribute that to is obviously life experience, but really the discipline that I learned from, from training, from, you know, committing to my goals. Yeah. Because I noticed that just being the, the personality that I am, I'm Sagittarius. I can be a bit like uh, flimsy sometimes. Um, it was easy for me to start something like a procrastinator and then just, you know, stop short of actually completing it. Right. Yeah, been there. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. lots of great beginnings. Yeah. Well, I do, um, I do want to add this. I know Walter has uh, another question, but before we actually say that, I just want to add in. So Natalie and I spoke about, I would say it's probably two years ago. And um, without, you know, trying to boost your ego too much, um, we wouldn't want that. But <laughs> it's actually, you are the reason, uh, you are probably one of the biggest reasons we had a discussion about, um, you know, mortgage broker, uh, like becoming a mortgage broker. I'm not sure if you actually remember it, but that, yeah, that conversation is actually most of the reason why I'm like shifting to where I am now and part of the drive. Um, Cause believe it or not, still in the back of my head, you know, people are like, what would Jesus do? Um, yeah. I basically tell myself, what would Natalie do? Or what would she say to me right uh, now? And uh, I just do it. Like, I'm being serious. Like, I want to thank you for that because it is like your drive and seeing, for those, obviously, you guys can tell just from the screen, she's a very driven, very motivating person. But when you actually meet her in real life, it's a whole nother level. And the energy that you bring is just incredible. So I just want to put that out there. But anyways, Walter, I know you had a, uh, another question. So I'll uh, get uh, to that. Actually, I didn't have another question. It was just a comment on, on you know, the finishing, starting and not finishing thing. I, I think um, I, I've been listening to Arnold lately, and he talks about how he, he got the habits in bodybuilding which allowed him to do everything else that he's done, that he couldn't have built the real estate empire that he's built or had the acting career or governed a state if he hadn't learned the discipline as a child growing up mm -hmm. that he learned through bodybuilding. And I think, uh, you know, it, it's amazing what one part of your life, when it's as focused as that is, can help you to bring focus to everything else that you do. You know, um, that being said, I still have, I write, so I've got a book that's almost done, but I'm too busy thinking about the third and fourth book to finish the first book. What? You know, so there's got to be that kind of push back to discipline and okay, now take the time off to do the thing you need to do instead of pushing forward with the new projects. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, it's, uh, it's uh, so we usually ask, um, and, you know, right before we kind of let you go, the last thing we want to ask is if there's any advice that you would give to anybody out there who was either in a similar position as you were, you know, kind of struggling with the, either it's the procrastination of things, if it's, you know, you're going through something that, you know, you're, you don't really understand maybe at the time and you, you know, you want to become a better person. What would you say to that person to say, you know, here's what to do to kick yourself in the ass to get going? Um, you know what, like, I think that the biggest thing that people need to get over is fear, the fear of failing, the fear of losing the fear of, you know, not being good enough. I think what you need to what what really helped me get through my quote unquote discipline was that I stopped listening to everything that was around me that was stopping me from my goals. Because mm -hmm. the more that you listen to the naysayers, the more that you listen, I mean, it could be your family, it could be your friends, it could be your lover, it could be your children, it could be your mother, it could be your colleague, it could be anybody that's around you that stops you from chasing after the things that you believe in, the belief right. that you want in life. You are the only one that's in control of what happens good or bad in your life. And I really believe that because it's all perspective. Yeah. You can always look at things like it's a glass, it's half empty or a glass is half full. Yeah. There's going to be 
things that happen in your life that are, are, are what we conceive as our control, but the way that we um, handle these things is, is what's going to make the world of a difference for you. It's, it's, it's what's going to keep you on track with the things that you want to achieve in life. Yeah. There should all be goals and you should always have a plan because a plan is just as, as important as the goal itself, because a plan, sorry, a, a, a goal without a plan is just a dream. Yes. That's, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. So, so for me, I think that, you know, really keeping yourself focused to hold yourself accountable. Don't listen to the naysayers and, you know, keep chasing your dreams because don't think that there isn't people out there that weren't in your position that thought that they couldn't do it with less. Yeah. With less. You know, there's there we live in a world where billionaires have built their empire probably from nothing. Yeah. You know? And so if there are people out there in this world that have created precedents for you to be able to achieve your goal, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm motivated as hell. <laughs> right. Me too. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned that actually. One of our last podcasts that just Walter and I, I think we released either last week or two weeks ago, was actually about that is, you know, how do you achieve a goal? Well, if you don't have an organized plan at first, it doesn't even have to be well thought out as long as you just have a plan to get to where you want to be. You know, obviously you're going to hit turbulence on the way. It's We always use the, um, the saying of, you know, an airline pilot Sometimes they have to shift uh, wind or because of wind speed or air positioning or whatever it is, turbulence hits, you have to move, you have to shift, you know, sometimes you might even have to land in a different airport, right? Um, but all along the way is you're, you're becoming a better person as long as you keep pushing forward. And I think that's the biggest takeaway there. So and that plane. Yeah. <laughs> no matter yeah. what you're landing in, you're landing yeah. at the end of at the end of it you <laughs> yeah that. hopefully no, not crashing and burning but you know sometimes that happens too but you know all for the best <laughs> well <laughs> then can you get up again because there are those people who have crashed and burned and they get gotten up. up from the plane and then gone on to continue and become great from that exactly um, tony robbins talks about one in particular all the time so yeah it's possible but anyway um, I, I do have one last yep. one question and that is you're an advocate. Do you want yes. to advocate? Yes. Do you want to talk about that? So I, about my endometriosis. Yeah. So not a lot of people know what that is. Um, endometriosis is a, uh, a disease, um, but it only affects, it. well, actually it affects one in four women. And um, it's basically an inflammatory disease of the female region. Um, so it could, it, it, it could appear in many different ways, but most of the time it requires surgery for, for you to fix and there is no cure for it. So in other words, um, if you have any females in your life that experience severe pain um, during that time of the month, or they experience the most common thing, which is fertility problems, um, or they have severe food sensitivities, uh, it could be very likely that they're um, in some stage of endometriosis. That's how common it is. Unfortunately, right. there's not a lot of resources for it because it's still something that's kind of being recognized. 
uh, and you don't actually know that you have it, you can only suspect that you have it until you actually go in for a laparoscopic surgery and they can actually determine that you have it from the fibrous materials that they remove from the surgery, which is what I went through, um, where they found that I was actually stage three and it only goes up to stage four. Right. So that was actually one of the caveats for me actually getting into fitness because I lost control over my own body for a good three years of my life in and out of the hospital, in and out of treatments, hormonal treatment, um, a lot of pain, a lot of loss of control over my own body, probably the lowest point of my life. And I just got sick and tired of not having any more control over what was happening over my own body. And I wanted to take the reins back. So it's still that I suffer with and I learned how to live with. Um, but I feel much better knowing that I can control the things that endometriosis doesn't need control over, which is my health and my yeah. fitness. Yeah. Amazing. So well, thank you so much. We appreciate you actually opening up about that. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, anyways, so um, that's pretty much it uh, in terms of our questions. If you have any questions for us, by all means, we'd be happy to answer uh, as well. Um, you know, before this all ends, we just do want to say thank you so much for actually uh, coming on and once again, doing this with us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It means a lot. Yeah, Absolutely. it was my pleasure. Awesome, thank guys. you guys. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, once again, we're Total Fitness Podcast, Matthew, Walter, and Natalie. So thank you again once uh, to her, uh, as well, just as our little plug, um, you know, go check her out on her Instagram. We'll include it in the bio of this video, as well as the, uh, the Spotify and all that sort of stuff bio. Uh, as well, if you guys want to uh, support us, we are still doing our Movember campaign. So, you know, make us do more push-ups and make us eat more food and burn more calories because that's what it's all about apparently. But anyways, <laughs> we appreciate you guys for watching. Uh, please stay tuned for the, uh, the next episode. And once again, Natalie, thank you so much for joining. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me guys. All right, guys, take care.